Hi, this is Dr. Stephen Jones, and I want to talk to you today about how to effectively welcome children back to school during COVID-19. There are many instances out there where, you know, around the country, we've been trying to figure out this whole situation with COVID-19, school districts, that um, changing from one week to the next and having different challenges from one week, to, one week to the next. And so you really want to develop a good, good relationship with everyone involved, uh, developing relationships with teachers and staff and students and develop a plan that you're going to work and that you're going to use and that you're going to implement um, to make things better within the school, even as they come back. You know, they, they saw the school in one light. Now you're looking at, you know, half of the students are in school, half the students are out. How do you change the environment? How do you involve everyone and engage everyone? Well, you, didn't, you, you do that by developing a plan, a plan that you're going to follow, a plan that you're going to implement, and the strategies that you're going to use to engage everyone in the process of making it the best environment that you can. You know that they're coming back to a different type of experience, and you want to provide the best opportunity for them at this time. So in doing that, you're going to have to be more flexible. You're going to have to look at some of the old policies or the old ways that things are done and say, hey, we have to implement some new policies. We have to implement some new strategies that will help students to really thrive better, that will help the teachers to thrive, that us you know, working together as administration will be able to do better. Um, we may have to have a new approach to how we grade the students. Um, we may have to have more patience and give students more time to prepare for quizzes and for tests. So open up uh, your door to thinking in a different way. And that's what we did as a university. I work at Villanova University. And we're now giving students more breaks in the weeks where they don't have tests. Um, so don't have multiple tests that cause stress. And we're trying to uh, manage our, the mental health of our students while we're going through this and make some changes to the way that we do things that could be beneficial. So as you're developing a plan, think flexible. So you might have the plan, but you might have to make some changes in the plan according to what you're experiencing as the principal of a school, as a leader, um, as a teacher. You may have to be flexible with that. And the more creative you are, I think that this is a real opportunity to reinvent education and how we teach and how we instruct the students and how they learn. So don't, you know, it's easy to look at the negative side of things, but look at the positive in terms of new tools, new learning tools, new software that you can use um, and that you can share with other teachers that will help them as they're presenting this new way of learning to everyone. And there are a lot of um, apps that are out there. And I know a lot of schools are using iPads and different devices. So these apps can be used to help students to learn math and science and English and stories. So just engaging from that standpoint and then sharing with other teachers because you never know what they may be able to share with you that will help you to be more effective in what you're doing. It's really important from my estimation now, we talked about having a plan, but what's a plan without some research? And I'm a research, I'm an educator. Um, you can both do a quantitative research and qualitative research on what's happening out in the field over these last nine months that are helping schools to do well, that are helping parents to engage and do things in a different way that helps students to learn. 
Um, you could do it from a quantitative standpoint, and from a qualitative standpoint, you could kind of do your own research in surveys and questions that you ask of your students, of your teachers, of your parents, by ga and gathering that information in as a tool, as a resource, to help you in your specific environment. You have different students in your community coming to your school um, from different situations. And by gathering this information, you may be able to develop some kind of new uh, implementation of the learning process that will help everyone, that will benefit everyone, and it'll be unique to your specific situation in your school. So be real open continually to doing that quantitative and qualitative research that helps you to generate activities that may be more engaging for everyone. And then you wanna focus on relationships. Focus on relationships internal and external. What are some ways that you as a, a administrator, staff, teachers can work together um, to make things better in terms of how education is taught, how education is presented? Um, how can you make your relationships better? I, I found um, one school that actually had the, the teachers presenting the, presenting the professional development to fellow teachers. And that seemed to really um, engage everyone. And it also allowed them to see the expertise that's at their school, that they didn't even know that um, Ms. Johnson down the street had a certain skill set around helping children to um, get through math or to manage their time. But by giving this professional development or you know, how to help their, their children to communicate, whatever it might be, um, those professional developments may actually come from some of your, your teachers who can then be um, encouragers of one another. Now you want to open that door to excellence within your school and finding out. Some of your teachers may be in school right now. Maybe they're working on their master's degree and some things that they're learning from their master's degree can be helpful to everyone internally. And then you want to develop strong relationships externally. And I'm talking about you know your relationships with the parents and the students outside of the school, the family, the communities from which they come. Um, maybe you could connect with a lot more of the uh, out-of-school time programs like the YMCA, the YWCA, uh, Girl Scouts, you know, these organizations, um, you know, First Tech Challenge, all these different after-school programs that are looking for ways to get into schools and help students. Now would be a good time to begin to do deeper research and provide more opportunities for your children. I think if as you do that, you will watch them grow. As they get have different life experiences, different educational experiences. Um, we sent our daughter to, when she was in high school, um, to a university for the summer for, I think it was for three weeks. Um, and those kind of programs, also you see maturity coming out of that because our daughter was really shy, but she came back much more mature and much more of a talker by her experience there. So the external, developing relationships and opportunities for your children that definitely creates enthusiasm. One of the, the really important things to do right now is just look at the total child and what's going on with them socially. I, I call it the pies, physical, intellectual, emotional, and social. Uh, we have a lot of mental stress going on, and if you're not addressing that, you'll feel it in the school. If you find, you know, find ways to make the school more welcoming, find ways to make sure that students have support uh, as they may be going through some challenges at, in their home or just not like liking working online. It's so ironic that um, a lot of young people felt that, wow, it would be awesome when 
you can work online and just be at home. And now they're finding out that they benefited from the teachers. <laughs> and so it, I think I just find that so amazing how it just flipped things around. And it just speaks to, um, in the future, they were talking about these online schools, but I think it speaks to how valuable the teachers are and how the te- valuable the teachers will remain over time. But look at the mental health of everyone, the parents, your teachers, um, they're going through stress. They may have students at home that they're half at school and half not at school. Um, and you, even you as administrators. So just look at your whole picture and make sure that you have that locked down on what are the strategies that you're looking at to keep everyone mentally, physically and emotionally healthy at the school. Be proactive. When you see situations that need resolving, try not to procrastinate. Try to get on top of them right away. What are um, the problems that face you from week to week? And begin to get ideas and strategies on solving those problems. Like, for example, it might be student attendance. And you start surveying them and find out what's going on with their attendance and then come up with some new strategies. And uh, one principal told me that they make sure that they're not penalizing the the students. If they've had absences, they want to find out what's going on. And very often they uncover the problem and they're able to solve it. Um, And also students sometimes are afraid to come back because they know they'll be overwhelmed with work. So how do you make a balance so they can still catch up and feel and feel confident that the school is for them and not against them? So have your strategy around that, building into the students and supporting them. Um, and then, you know, one of the things that I think has always been beneficial for me is routine. What are some things that your school does that are routine that the students can expect? They can expect you to welcome them. They can expect the principal to share with them every day. They can expect um, to, there to be some structure around how classes operate. And they can expect to have some fun time. So create that environment. What environment do you want to have? And what expectations, when students come to school, they'll have that expectation. Um, And that will provide some consistency for them in dealing with their own lives. That there's one place that they come for sure that they have some consistency um, in a routine that they they get into. Um, Next, invest in professional development for teachers and staff. You can do it, again, you can do that internally or you can do that externally. And I'm high on a lot of the tech training right now um, and helping them and also the trainings that deal with how do the teachers help their students to get through some of the challenges that they're, they're facing. So just empowering your teachers to be more uh, educated on the use of technology, on the use of helping students uh, and connecting with families, I think is really important. Um, and then, you know, with all that parent involvement, Maybe there's some new ways that you could do webinars for the parents online um, that will keep them up to date and keep them learning some educational strategies. Again, I think that this is something that can benefit all around because now we have parents who understand what the teachers are going through and, and know that they're not as equipped as the teachers. But if we can equip them more, maybe we can actually develop students who are more effective learners. And that's something that we can bring to the table for the parents. So think about your parent engagement, involvement, training, and connecting them to even be better parents and and the next educator of their child. You want to increase technology training for teacher staff and the parents. 
because a lot of parents don't, you know, they're not aware of all this technology and how to use it. And the students, students are the most adoptable. But make sure that you have various opportunities throughout the year and the actual schedule of these trainings, these tech trainings for everybody. That, that will enhance everyone's skill set and no one will feel lost and behind. Another suggestion I have is create an e-newsletter, that electronic newsletter that goes out to all the parents and students so they are clear on what's going on, what days of the week they're supposed to be there, um, you know, if you're having speakers or uh, opportunities for high school students to do internships, whatever it might be, have an electronic newsletter where you post some of the highlights of what's going on and maybe highlight students. You have an opportunity to highlight students and their accomplishment in an electronic newsletter. And that's where you're continually communicate, communicating with everyone and there's not this lost feeling like I'm not really connected to the school. Well, another thing that you can do is um, explore um, all the concerns or challenges that people are having, the students are having in the areas of um, you know, dealing with adjusting from you know, being online uh, a lot of hours. Um, what are things that they can do to, to make that adjustment? How can they break up their day? Um, if there are courses that are recorded, you know, they can have more flexibility with that. But just creating and thinking about as instruction is delivered online, what would it be like for you to sit there all day and um, try to learn and try to stay focused? So put yourself in the shoes of the students to then decide how you're going to implement the curriculum for them. It's important to also focus on healthy living as we talk about this, this getting students back to school. So there are some schools that start something called hydroponics where they're growing their own uh, vegetables and fruits at the school. Um, some have pantries where they're gathering food, um, healthier food for the children and they can pick them up after school and take them home. So that can be a real positive. You don't know what the children's situation is at home and they may rely on some of these, these food items that you give them um, to make sure that their family is fed. That may be a way to, again, help your children, your children to be healthier, help your school to be healthier, because now um, your children are eating well and their needs are met. And that's what we, I guess, as a school, to build community, be that resource um, that's continued looking out for each area of the child's life. So, so I also suggest an outside garden, maybe when the weather gets good, that you actually have a garden that the children tend to, or the young people tend to, um, to make sure that it is a healthy growing garden and it engages them. And another learning opportunity in the sciences, you can use that as a, a science experiment for the young people to get engaged with. And then as they're coming back, uh, be enthusiastic. You know, there's nothing like having a teacher, a principal, uh, a counselor that is enthusiastic, even if you're online. And when I'm online with my students, I try to be as enthusiastic as I possibly can because I want to keep them awake. I want to keep them engaged. I want to keep them thinking. So communicate with them enthusiastically, engage them, uh, provide professional development for everyone. Um, don't be afraid of technology. Bring the technology in. Uh, do quantitative and qualitative research. Um, you know, make sure that the parents feel that they're a part of the influence of the success of the school. Uh, then continue to grow um, as a community, both internally and externally. And I think if you begin to do all these things that I'm talking about, 
that you will have a better and more productive return to school in all its forms. Again, I recognize this, this can be some challenging things and situations um, going on in the school. So if you, uh, again, as a professional educator, if you feel as though you need some consulting, um, you need some support, some coaching, or just some strategies, or you're looking to improve your student's academic performance, of course, I have books about that, you can get in touch with me. Um, my website is drjonesbooks.com. That's D-R- J-O-N-E-S-B-O-O-K-S dot com. You can reach me by email at stephenjoneses at R-C-N dot com. That's S-T-E-P-H-E-N-J-O-N-E-S-S at R-C-N dot com. And you certainly can call me directly at 610-842-3843. I'm glad that you came to listen in on this session. And if you want more advice, definitely get in touch with me. I'd love to be of support to you and have a wonderful day.